So I see that the NFL has decided not to wait too long to fuck with us. Why in the goddamn hell is Clyde Edwards-Alaire on the fucking field? I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. Whoever the fuck made that decision needs to be put in the fucking doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there, and the old TikTok, RoyDog13. Remember, it's D-A-W-G, not D-O-G. So the Detroit Lions are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs right now, and I'm still trying to figure out why the fuck CEH is even on the field, considering the fact that you've decided to go with Isaiah Pacheco and, you know, uh, Jarek McKinnon, but he's still fucking hanging around. I don't get it. I mean, it's just the fuckery that is the NFL. Um, I understand that you only have three fucking running backs under you, but for Christ's sake, you gave up on him a long time ago. There's no reason to try and go back to him. So what we got going on here today, uh, we're going to do a quick run through, hopefully just an hour um, of the main slate. Maybe we'll take a look at the Sunday night and the Monday night football games, but primarily in the main slate, slate of 10 games, uh, the early the early afternoon and the late afternoon games, you know, the, the 3 o'clock, uh, 3 30 central time games, our time, my time uh, primarily. But uh, we're going to get through these and we're going to take a look around. Um, See what we, what we like and what we don't like. Uh, I have the updated odds. I have the updated injury report. I will be going back through them again on Friday. Um, and, of course, I keep going through it on Saturday and then, you know, check to see if anything happened overnight in the Sunday. So you get you get to keep, be completely updated all the way through the weekend up until game time, working all the time. So, um, but we have the new odds new odds and everything from Vegas. And, uh, yeah, we're pretty good to go. We're good to go. We had some updates. I got your offensive line matchup advantages in there. Um, I'm going to go take a look on PFF again tomorrow. Uh, take a look at those wide receiver quarterback matchups again, uh, just to make sure everything is uh, kind of kosher. Okay. So first game, let's get it out of the way. Carolina Panthers at Atlanta Falcons. Everybody, whew, what a doozy. Uh, Atlanta opened as a two-point favorite. 44.5 was the over-under. It is now Atlanta at 3.5. Uh, 39.5 is now the over-under. We start from the Carolina side. Uh, looking at the Atlanta Falcons defense. And uh, Atlanta, 29th in pass defense DVOA. Now, this, these are the numbers from last year, right? The end of the year. So we got to take these with a grain of salt, see if we believe in them. Uh, but they were 29th in pass defense DVOA last year, 21st in points allowed to the quarterback position at 17.4 on FanDuel, 18.1 on DK. Uh, rush defense, they were 24th in DVOA, 6 versus the running back in the passing game, 19th in points allowed to the running back position at 19.8 on FanDuel, 22.8 on DraftKings. Wide receivers, uh, DVOA, uh, 21, 27, and 20 uh, with the wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and wide receiver plus. Okay, that's how I'm going to read it out. Uh, 23rd in points allowed to the wide receiver position. So they gave up They gave up a little bit, um, not a complete ton, but uh, still good enough to take a look at. 28.3 points per game on FanDuel, uh, 35.7 on DK. Tight end, 23rd in DVOA versus tight end position. 30th in points allowed to the tight end position at 12.1, uh, 14.7 on DK. 
uh, kicker, we're not going to really worry about. Uh, but defense, they were only fifth in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 6.65 per game. So uh, they were able to kind of hold on to. Um, they weren't they weren't generating a lot of points, a lot of turnovers uh, last season. So um, defense, or I should say, hold on. Start of the year, getting used to it. Atlanta didn't turn the ball over uh, much towards the end of the year. Once they got rid of Marcus Mariota and they went to Desmond Ritter, they kind of went to uh, more of a slower approach, uh, more ball ball control. We saw that with Tyler Algier. So uh, let's see where we can actually attack. Do I like Bryce Young, the rookie? Not really. Um, he does have a pretty good price point over on FanDuel um, where he's 6500 That's good for 21st overall. Uh, he's 14th and 15th ranked over on Yahoo and DK. So there's a little bit of a price drop, but not enough to where I really have any interest there. Uh, I do kind of have some curiosities with one Miles Sanders. I know a lot of people are not big fans of him, um, and that's fine. You know, do your thing. You don't like it, that's fine. We deal with it, right? Uh, but he's 6,900 over on FanDuel, 19 on Yahoo, 5,600 over on DK. Good for 15th, 17th, and 21st. So it's a really, really good um, price point. You know, it's a mid it's a mid to low range price point for a running back that can certainly break one at times. Not really, you know, reliant on catching the football. Does most of, did most of his work in Philadelphia on the ground. So I really do like Miles Sanders. He has a lot of he has a lot of juice. Everybody knows I do not love Chuba Hubbard behind him. Um, so I don't really want to consider him. Moving over to the wide receivers, there is a wide receiver in here uh, that I do have some interest in. Uh, that one is one Jonathan Mingo, the rookie. Uh, we're paying attention to see what's happening with Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, and now Terrace Marshall has been added to the injury report. Uh, all questionable. Leaving Mingo as really the top option in terms of... Uh, you know, playability within what's left. Uh, Chark has been dealing with injury for the last couple of weeks. Thielen popped up last week, I believe, early last week. So, um, but if we look at Jonathan Mingo, he's 4,500, 10, and 3,200. So he's basically bare minimum on two sites. He's close to bare minimum over on DK. Uh, good for 114th, 69th, and 77th. So Jonathan Mingo is going to be one guy that we're going to kind of consider as a pay-down option so that we could pay up at other spots. Tight end, not really looking at Hayden Hurst, although I, it is actually considering, well, I should actually probably consider him um, in there, but he definitely probably will not make uh, any of my rosters on there. I probably won't make, I probably will not include him in the in the write-up. Um, but he's 5,013 and 3,000 over on DK, good for 18th. 15th and 27th so he's pretty much bare minimum um across the board moving over to the Atlanta side uh Carolina was 27th in pass defense DVOA uh 22nd in points allowed to the quarterback position at 18 on FanDuel and 18.6 on DK uh rush defense DVOA they were 18th uh 16th versus the running back in the passing game and they were 18th in points allowed to the running back position at 19.6 and 22.4 over on DK. DVOA is for the wide receiver 1, 2, and plus 18th, 22nd, and 27th. So their pass defense wasn't very good at, at the end of the year. They were 28th in points allowed. Um, nice run by Jameer Gibbs, by the way. Uh, 28th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh, 31 on FanDuel and 39.4 over on DK. Uh, best matchups that we have in here are actually Drake London and Kaderil Hodge. Kaderil Hodge is uh, questionable right now. Um, the guy and the main guy that we kind of want to look at in this game, um, realize it's a 39 and a half point total. So we're not, we're not probably going to grab um a lot of stuff out of this game outside of really the running backs what the hell has this happened oh joe burrow just got his 275 million dollar extension five year 
Nice. Nice. Trying to take the spotlight off of Kansas City, I see. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> Drake London is really going to be the only guy, as far as the wide receivers are concerned, that I'm going to take a look at and consider in there. Because um, I really don't want to take a look at uh, the tight ends, right? Uh, Kyle Pitts, he's a little bit pricier. Um, the Carolina Panthers are 10th in DVOA versus tight end position. Uh, they were also 10th in points allowed. So 8, 8.2 on FanDuel, 10.4 on DK. So it's kind of not a guy that I really want to take a look at. Um, we may want to consider Atlanta's defense uh, maybe on Yahoo. The Carolina Panthers were 21st in points allowed last year at 9.19. So that's a pretty high number. Um, there's really good value on Atlanta's defense over on Yahoo, where they're bare minimum price um, at $10. Um, so we can we can consider them over there. Um, I don't I don't want to consider them really over on uh, FanDuel and DK just for the plain simple fact that they're the sixth highest priced defense over on FanDuel, ninth highest priced defense over on DK. So a little bit out of the price range in there. But like I said, I want to take a look at Drake London um, here. 6,200 on FanDuel, 17 on Yahoo, 5,400 on DK. Good for 30th, 26th, and 27th. That's pretty good value. Um, it's a nice pay down option at receiver. Uh, especially for a number one on an offense. So we're going to consider it there. I also kind of want to take a look inside the numbers and look at the rookie Bijan Robinson. Might be a tournament play. Uh, 7,800, 27, and 8,000. Good for seventh, sixth, and fourth. So he's quite high priced. Um, I don't know how many people are really going to want to pay for him. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown did score a touchdown, uh, as predicted by me. Thank you. Thank you, Monroe St. Brown. Do, 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 do. But uh, I, I'm, I'm going to consider the rookie in there. Uh, don't know if he makes the final. Uh, definitely not somebody that I'm probably going to use for cash, but definitely for GPP I would uh, strongly consider it. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals at Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati opened as a 2.5-point favorite. 46.5 was the over-under. Cincinnati still remains a 2.5-point favorite on the road. Uh, 48 is now the over-under. So a little high in here, right? Um, Joe Burrow has had some issues with uh, Cleveland, um, but he's definitely somebody that I will always kind of consider here. Um, but at, at his price point, seventy nine hundred thirty and seventy one hundred go for six four and four might be a little too high price for um, running against a defense that was sixteenth in pass defense DVOA, sixteenth in points allowed to the quarterback at fifteen point nine. And 14.5. Basically, on FanDuel, we're looking for... Now, this is regular DFS, right? So if you're running the main slate with multiple games, you're looking at a two-and-a-half-point return. So basically, you take that salary, um, you go basically like 7.9, right? And you multiply it by two-and-a-half. We like to try and shoot for three. Uh, so basically, you're looking to try and get 24 points out of him on FanDuel. Uh, Yahoo runs a, a way different kind of number because um, <clears throat> they they really like their highest price guys are like forty dollars and then bare minimum is ten, um, so it's it's a little hard to go like two two and a half x three x stuff like that, um, but thirty dollars is rather high if you get a quarterback within the twenties, like mid range twenties usually. Uh, what we're looking for. And then over on DK at 7,100, um, you're kind of looking for, you're looking for a 3X uh, return basically in uh, in cash. But we kind of look for like a 3.5 over there. We kind of bump it up just a little bit, especially out of our, our, out of our bigger guns because they're the guys that can accumulate the most points, right? So... <clears throat> Always remember on FanDuel for, and this is for basic cash, 50 50s, double ups. Um, 
you're looking for about 125 points. We tend here at Doghouse tend to shoot for about 140 uh, to play better safe than sorry. So sometimes we take a little bit of risks in you know one position, uh, something that can really fly high for us. Um, but it's a very well calculated risk. Um, DraftKings, uh, FanDuel or Yahoo, I mean, you're kind of looking at about the same range of points in um, Yahoo versus FanDuel. So whatever your FanDuel lineup is, usually you can set basically the same lineup uh, for Yahoo. Now, those are both half-point PPR sites. DraftKings is a full-point PPR. Um, And with the bump up, you're looking kind of for about 100, generally they say 150, 155 should get you over the line. Uh, we generally try to shoot for a little bit higher, about 175, 180 is really kind of our goal on there. Um, there's nothing that you really have to do, you know, to terribly get out of range to really hit those numbers. Um, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's picking the right players. It's, it's a gamble every, every week. Um, but we try to make the you know the most well calculated moves um, to make sure that we have success week in and week out. We're looking for consistency. I didn't. I myself did not have a lot of consistency last season, um, which hurt my bankroll quite a bit. But in previous years, uh, from 2015 basically on, um, I've had a very uh, nice trajectory up. Uh, high basically high uh uh four figures last year granted you know i don't get paid for this and all that so um but high four figures was looking for a high uh was looking for five figures last year uh did not hit it but we're gonna we're gonna try and get back into that uh and hit that hit that five figure mark so getting back in here though uh cleveland was 28th in dvoa uh, rush defense 19th versus running backs in the passing game, 27th in points allowed to the running back position, 24 points per game on FanDuel, 27.1 on DK. So that's going to put Joe Mixon on our radar. Uh, as far as the receivers go, for the 1, 2 plus, you got DVOA of 8, 28, and 9. Uh, that gives the advantage to T. Higgins, who has Denzel Ward on him, who is currently uh, questionable. So we're going to pay attention to that. Um, but they were only 10th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 24.5 and 30.4. Um, tight end is tight end. I'm not trusting Irv Smith right now. Uh, Cleveland 18th in DVOA versus tight end, but they only allowed, or they were 7th in points allowed to the tight end position, 7.8. FanDuel 9.7 on DK, so not something we're going to consider. Uh, we're not even going to look at Cincinnati defense. Uh Cleveland was 11th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 7.18, um, and Cincinnati's defense is rather high. But like I said, we are going to consider Joel Mixon here. He's a little bit uh, more of a paydown option from, say, Bijan Robinson, but I think he can have the same output. Um, so definitely Joel Mixon, nobody really behind him. I don't see Travion Williams like getting a third down roll here, uh, stuff like that. But Joel Mixon, 7,523. That's a really good price over on uh, Yahoo. Like, it's paid down. Um, and 6800 over on DK, which is really nice, too. Uh, good for ninth, ninth, and 10th. So he's he's like a higher-end um, running back that we're not going to have to pay a whole lot of. <coughs> Normally, I am a Jamar Chase uh, kind of hound here. Uh, we do know that he is, he is Joe... Joel Burrow's boo. Uh, they played at LSU together. Um, and they will switch sides of the field, but I, I am going to take a look at T. Higgins into there because you have the 28th DVOA versus the wide receiver two. Uh, 7,400 on FanDuel, 19 on uh, Yahoo, and 6,800 on DK. Good for 11, 18th, and 12th. So he's a hell of a value over on Yahoo right now. Um, so he's definitely something I'm going to consider. But in cash, you don't want to run multiple guys, generally, unless you're doing like a quarterback wide receiver hookup. So um, if we're using, if you're using Joe Mixon, you're probably not using T. Higgins. It'd be different if he was, 
minimum price across the board, then I'd say, okay, go ahead. Um, but I'm just not going to fly that way. <clears throat> so we go to the other side. Uh, am I looking at Deshaun Watson? Not really. Cincinnati was a pretty good pass defense last year. They're fourth in DVOA, fourth in points allowed to the quarterback position, 14.2 on FanDuel, uh, 14.8 on DK. Um, in my opinion, they've gotten a little bit better because they finally got rid of uh, Eli Apple. So just, you know, addition by subtraction here. Um, rush defense, they were 14th in DVOA there, second in uh, versus the running back in the passing game. And then they were eighth in points allowed to the running back position at 18 points a game and 20.5. Uh, points per game so if you want a kind of a gpp type option here it is a tougher defense um, but you do have a guy who's basically your workhorse so you can consider nick chubb in here um which i will i'll add him to the list but i doubt he's going to make it because i generally don't like i don't tend to pay up for my running backs uh, but 8600 on fanduel 31 on yahoo 8200 on dk good for third fourth and third um moving to the wide receivers uh, from one two three, or one two plus, uh, DVOA of six thirty one and twenty fifth, fourteenth uh, in points allowed to the wide receiver position at twenty five point nine on FanDuel, thirty two on DK. Uh, Amari Cooper is really kind of the guy that um, Deshaun Watson really likes, um, but I'm probably going to stay away from that. Um, I don't quite trust. Uh, what I'm seeing in here, he does have an advantage over cornerback Cam Taylor Britt. Um, but I think you will see a lot of Chidobia Wuzier over on him. Um, leaving Cam T Taylor Britt to kind of cover like DPJ and Elijah Moore in the slot at times. So, or coming out of the slot because they'll, they'll switch it around every once in a while. I just don't have a lot of interest in them. And I think that's maybe what's going to keep me off of T Higgins is I think this game is going to be a little bit lower scoring than everybody thinks. Um, <clears throat> you know, they're, they pumped it up to a 48. I'm not quite sure, but I will get back into uh, more of the matchup type stuff, take a look in there, see what's happening. Um, so I'm in a, kind of in a holding pattern for right now. <clears throat> but uh, for my early look, I don't remember looking at this and saying that it's going to be a nice matchup because, like I said, Addition by subtraction, they got rid of um, Eli Apple. So I think we're okay there. Uh, not looking at David Njoku at tight end either. Uh, Cincinnati is fourth in DVOA to the tight end position, 12th in points allowed to the position at 9.5 over on FanDuel, 12.7 uh, over on DK. As far as the uh, Cleveland Browns defense, a little too high, a little too rich for my blood. Uh, Cincinnati was 13th in points allowed to the opposing team's defenses uh, at 7.6 points per game. So kind of staying away from it. More than likely, like I said, probably uh, Joe Mixon is the guy that I'm looking at here. Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Jacksonville opened as a 2.5-point favorite. 43.5 was the over-under. Uh, Jacksonville moved up to a minus 5 uh, favorite, and 46.5 is now the over-under. So, you know, this, this game is going to be predicated on um, basically how Anthony Richardson is going to play as a rookie in his first game. Um, I don't really have any qualms about Jacksonville on, on the offensive side, right? Uh, we've looked at the Colts uh, secondary and it's absolutely horrible. <clears throat> so to me, I do think Trevor Lawrence is definitely in play. He's going to be a little bit higher priced, you know, this year because everybody's kind of hyped him up. Um, and that includes myself, but, um, I'm going to kind of take a look at him, uh, see what I like. You know, you, you kind of mix it and match these guys together and just kind of see, um, what kind of flows, right? Right. So Trevor Lawrence, 8,000 on FanDuel, 31 on Yahoo, 6,500 over on DK, good for fifth, third and seventh. So he's way higher, a little bit higher priced. But still a reasonable price over on Yahoo. Uh, but the Colts were 18th in DVOA pass defense. Uh, 25th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 18.5 on Yahoo. And then 18.9 over on DK. Uh, I will consider Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby. 
Um, but I'm not huge fans of it. Uh, I kind of want to see how this backfield rolls. They're going to split this. Uh, Indianapolis 16th in DVOA rush defense. Uh, 25th, though, versus running backs in the passing game. And they were 24th in points allowed to the uh, running back position at 22.2 on FanDuel and 25.4 over on DK. And Pacheco, I swear to God, you better get in the fucking end zone, you son of a bitch. We already got Sun God in there. Let's get Pacheco. That gives me two of my guys. <coughs> Moving on, um, is there anything that we compare with uh, Trevor Lawrence here? Well, look at the DVOAs. Uh, any from 1, 2, and plus, 25, 21, and 8. Uh, six in points allowed to the wide receiver position, though, at 24.9 and 32.1. So they were keeping him out of the end zone, um, but they still weren't very good. I guess I'm, God damn it. You better not put Tony in the end zone. There we go. Um, I am going to consider uh, Calvin Ridley, who is a great value. As a wide receiver one, he's on par basically with Drake London uh, here. Maybe not quite as good, but um, I think he's, they're going to come out swinging with him. Uh, 7,000 on FanDuel, 18 on Yahoo, 6,500 on DK. Good for 15th, 22nd, and 15th. So not as great as Drake London, but it's it's still a hell of a value here. Oh, just run it in, you son of a bitch. Uh, you got Rasheed Rice. Oh, my guy. God damn it. I didn't even take a shot on him. That's my guy, Rasheed Rice. Son of a bitch. All right. It is what it is, as long as it wasn't MVS. I wish Pacheco would have fucking ran it in, but Christ. It was a nice catch. Doop. He got himself open. That's all you got to do. Very good. Very good rookie. Um, so now looking at tight end, Evan Ingram, uh, Indianapolis 28th in DVOA versus the tight end position, 17th in points allowed there. Uh, FanDuel, they gave up 10 points per game, 12.1 over NDK. I think we can consider Evan Ingram. Um, we're going to have to, me choosing a tight end is really going to be all about price point and opportunity. Um, I'm probably not going to pay a whole hell of a lot for a tight end this week. Uh, but Evan Ingram, even the, even though he's towards the higher end, you know he's fifty eight hundred over on Fanduel, eighteen on Yahoo, forty seven on DK, good for seventh, fifth, and sixth. Uh, so he's reasonably priced here. Now, there might be a lot of people that are kind of scared to go against Indianapolis um, with a defense, but I could consider Jacksonville here. Um, given the fact that it is a rookie quarterback. But, you know, Jacksonville's kind of always stumbled out of the gate, and they've kind of always allowed Indianapolis to kind of get above them. Now it's not the same, you know, goddamn uh, teams that they've been losing to, you know, the last couple of years where they've, you know, gone into Indianapolis and lost. But it's still a bugaboo that they got to kind of get off their shoulder. But Indianapolis, even before they had the rookie in there, they were 30th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 13.33. So Jacksonville is a pay-up style defense at 4,420 and 3,500, good for 7th, 2nd, and 6th, um, I think is a very good uh, option there. Now you could play, you could play the, uh, the opposite side here, and you could play Anthony Richardson, considering the fact that you know, Jacksonville was 30th in pass defense DVOA, uh, 24th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 18.3 and 19.5 over on DK, respectively. And Anthony Richardson's, you know, he's relatively cheap. Um, still not at the low, low end. He's 6,700, 22, and 5,600, good for 17th, 17th, and 14th. Uh, but you do have that rushing ability. Uh, but I would forewarn anybody that's considering to use him um that we're really kind of looking at it and going it's a gpp move am i gonna pair him with anybody no i'm not dealing with these this fucking running back group i'm not gonna choose it out right jacksonville 11th of DVOA rush defense 17th versus running backs in the passing game 
16th in points allowed to the position at 20.2 and 24.3. And I understand that they are very, very cheap, um, but I'm not going to play this fucking game this year. I'm just not. I have no, no inclination to fucking fuck around with it. So we look at the wide receivers, though. You could consider Michael Pittman. I think I'm just going to stay away from the wide receivers as a whole, any of the passing options, just to see how the offense is run. But Jacksonville was 28th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, uh, 17th versus the two, 14th versus the plus. Uh, 17th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 26.8 points on FanDuel, 35.4 over on DK. Uh, Pittman has the best has the best matchup, but according to last year, doesn't quite line up too well with Darius Williams corner for Jacksonville. Um, So in reality, I just want to stay away. But he is pretty cheap, 6,615 and 6,200. So 23rd, 31st, and 19th. So it is a pay down option uh, that's available to you. But uh, last but certainly not least, really this tight end position. Uh, I'm not choosing between Mo Alley Cox, Colin Granson, Will Mallory, Drew Ogletree. Fuck that. We're not doing that. Um, you could make a case for a guy like Isaiah McKenzie or even Josh Downs um, across the middle, as you know, even at the wide receiver position, uh, because Jacksonville was 32nd in DVOA versus the tight end, 26 in points allowed to the tight end position. So those crossing routes they had a little bit of problems with. 11.1 on FanDuel. Uh, 15.6 on DK. Indianapolis D? Nope. No, thank you. Uh, Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota opened as a six-point favorite. 46.5 was the over-under. Uh, currently, Minnesota is minus 5. 45 is the over-under here. Um, we're going to speed this up, some of this up a little bit because we're at 30 minutes already. And I want to take up a ton of time, and I know you guys get bored with the numbers. You can look at them on the spreadsheet. Uh, where available. But if you think I'm going to trust Baker Mayfield, fuck no, I'm not. I'm just not. Rashad White, is he an option? I think so. Um, as a pay down option. And it wasn't too bad against the Vikings. Um, I have to look again at their upgrades here. They were 19th in DVOA rush defense. 22nd versus running backs in the passing game. Uh, 20th in points allowed to the running back position at 20.5 and 23.7. Uh, Rashad White comes in at 6,417 and 5,500, good for 22nd across the board. So it actually is a really good, really good value here uh, for a guy who should basically take, you know, pretty much all the snaps. So I am considering it. I'm definitely considering it. Um, a nice little GPP thing that you could run in here is actually Mike Evans, who has the best matchup, wide receiver one, DVOA of 30th. Uh, 31st in points allowed to the wide receiver position. <coughs> if you want to consider making Rayfield, go right ahead. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to play that game um, until I see what's going on here. I do kind of like Mike Evans though in GPPs. To be honest with you, I do think they'll kind of play from behind uh, with Minnesota. Um, Mike Evans, 6,523 and 6,300, good for 25th, 7th over at Yahoo. So they're higher priced over there, so I'd probably skip it. Uh, but 6,300 over at DK, good for 18th. So uh, very good value. Play the outside against Caleb Evans, corner. Um, but really the only passing, uh, receiving option that I would consider uh, out of Tampa Bay. More than likely, it would be Rashad White. If I do anything, but that's if I, Mike Evans would be probably the play. If you're playing the, um, Minnesota gets up ahead and Tampa's playing from behind. Uh, Evans is probably more of the correct play because they'll have to throw. Um, when we do look at the Minnesota side, I'm not really high on Kirk cousins. I'm not high on Alexander Manderson in this, um, Justin Jefferson's kind of always in play. I just don't know if I want to pay up uh, for the number one, uh, you know, the highest price wide receiver in on the main slate. So we will consider him, but I'm probably going to pass on that because I do respect uh, Tampa's secondary in there. Now, 
one spot that we could really look at is at tight end if we wanted to pay up. And you could look at Hawkinson. And that might be the actual better play uh, just because Tampa is just historically just blown against tight ends. Um, 24th in DVOA versus tight end position, 27th in points allowed. Uh, to the tight end position at 11.2 and 13.7 on DK. So it's definitely something to consider there. Um, second highest priced tight end on the slate. I believe Mark Andrews is probably number one. 7,200, uh, 23, and 5,900 over on DK. So definitely something to consider. Uh, TJ Hawkinson in there. Uh, Vi- neither Vikings or Tampa defense. Tampa might be a nice pay down defense, to be honest with you. Um, if we think they can come in there, but I don't know if Baker Mayfield could keep them out of enough trouble, um, that it's worth paying down for them. Moving on. (coughs) Nice catch by Sam Laporta. Love that tight end. Get out of Iowa. Love him. Uh, Tennessee Titans at New Orleans Saints. New Orleans opened at a three and a half point favorite. 42 is the over under. Uh, New Orleans is currently a three-point favorite. 41 is the over-under here, so not huge for offense. Um, at least that's what they're thinking here. Derrick Henry always in play. He is a little bit lower-priced to begin the year. He usually always starts off slow, though. Um, probably not considering him there. If if you want to think about it, I mean, he's 8,532 and 7,800 good for fourth, third, and sixth, so he's Really lower priced on DK. Uh, but Saints are 17th in rush defense DVOA, 4th versus running back to the passing game. They're only 15th in points allowed to the position at 19 and 21.7 on DK. Now, Derrick Henry is, you know, good enough to um, really kind of get above those measurements, but I just don't want to trust it. I really don't. And I, I don't know if I want to trust anything in the passing game. I do kind of like DeAndre Hopkins. Um, really over on Yahoo where he's mispriced because he's 7,500, 18, and 6,900 across the board, right? So FanDuel, Yahoo, DK. He's 10th, 22nd on Yahoo, 11th over on DK. So we have to kind of watch some of this stuff. You got to watch the price points. Um, some of the stuff I'm going to tell you, if it's included, if it's only because I like him over on Yahoo just for the price point, whatnot, right? So um, I definitely expect Tennessee to have to throw a little bit, but I just don't I don't fully trust it. Uh, Tennessee's defense, um, New Orleans was 26 in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses, but, I mean, it was a shit show at quarterback last year, um, and they were giving up you know, 10.38 points. I don't think you'll see that this year. Uh, one quarterback that I think we could consider because it's easier to pa- always easier to um, pass on the Titans than it is to run against them. So I will consider Derek Carr. Tennessee was 28th in points or uh, DVOA pass defense, and then they were 29th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 19.9 on FanDuel and 21.5 on DK. Uh, Derek Carr comes in at 7,025 and 5,300. Good for 13th, 10th, and 18th. So he's really priced down over at DraftKings. Um, I forgot to put in the Elvin Kamara suspension. Whoopsies. My bad. Um, I'm doing that actually right now as we speak. So sorry, guys. But we all knew he was suspended, right? We all knew he was suspended. Yeah, so, I mean, Jamal Williams wasn't even priced. He wasn't even priced in it correctly. Um, he was kind of priced for uh, that suspension already. But uh, did they go for it on fourth down? Oh, they did. Oh, Marvin Jones Jr., you dumb bastard. You piece of shit. All right, so we'll move to the other side. Uh, move here to wide receiver. Uh, the only guy that I probably really consider in here um, is Chris Olave, although I do kind of like a little bit of Rashid Shahid, but he's coming uh, kind of back from injury. So I don't know how much I trust it, but I always kind of look at Chris Olave in here. 
Uh, Titans were 20th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. He has a small matchup against uh, two different corners. He's going to see Sean Murphy punting, and then he probably should see a little bit, um, I would suspect, of McCreary versus Christian Fulton. I think Fulton's a little bit slower, so he's going to take on the Michael Thomas <coughs> in there. So I kind of like Olave. I also like Juwan Johnson, and that might be my more better tight end play because it's a pay-down option. Uh, Tennessee was 17th in DVOA versus the tight end position. Derek Carr really loves tight ends um, historically. Uh, that's why I was drafting a bunch of Juwan Johnson earlier this draft season. But 17th in DVOA versus tight end, uh, 28th in points allowed to the tight end position. At 11.8 on FanDuel and 15 on DK. So I do kind of like them there. Uh, do I want to take a shot on New Orleans Saints defense versus them? No, I don't. It's a good matchup, though. Um, I just don't I, don't. I don't trust it. A lot of that comes from, you know, poor management from the quarterbacks that they had uh, playing for the team last year. Uh, with Ryan Tannehill hurt. Now, with Ryan Tannehill back, I have a little bit more faith that he's not going to turn that ball over um, nearly as much. So, here we go. We're going to go ahead and move on. You know, take a look at San Francisco at Pittsburgh. Uh, San Francisco opened as two and a half point favorite. They still are a two and a half point favorite, but uh, the over under went from 43.5 to 41.5, so it's been bet down. I don't like this game at all. For fantasy. I just don't. I respect both of the defenses too much. Um, and just don't really see. I don't know. I just don't see a lot in here. I think this is going to be a real slow paced game. This is going to be like a 16 13 type game. So I don't really like it. I'm going to stay away from this game and just not do anything. Uh, let's see. Defenses. San Francisco's defense is priced up way too much. You could actually consider Pittsburgh's. Um, they're really cheap. They're actually $1 above minimum over on uh, Yahoo. And then they're 3800 on on FanDuel. That's good for 16th. Uh, 3000 over on DK. That's good for 11th. So they're actually not too bad across the board. Um, especially for a defense that kind of blitzes. So I might consider that, considering that they are in Pittsburgh. Um, and I believe that Kenny Pickett's going to get that offense kind of moved, uh, moving in there in the right direction, at least a little bit with Kenny Pickett. I have way more faith in there. Good God, did I say this was a 10-game main slate? I was fucking wrong. What the fuck was I looking at? There's something fucked up. Oh, I wonder if that's an early slate. All right, I'll take a look at that. Arizona Cardinals at Washington Commanders. Uh, Washington opened as a six-point favorite. They're now a seven-point favorite. 41.5 is the over-under. 31.5 is the over-under now. Uh, so that's considerably low. I'm not looking at anything on fucking Arizona. I don't give a shit. You can hate me all you want. Two guys that I'm really taking a look at here now are going to be Brian Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson. Um, the two running backs, right? More than likely, I'm going to trust Antonio Gibson. He's got a little bit more uh, oomph, you know, within the passing game, which is something that uh, uh, Washington is going to really want to utilize here, right? So Arizona's 22nd in rush defense DVOA, 32nd in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game, 30th in points allowed. It's quite possible you could just put the two running backs in here. In a GPP, you could put these two running backs in here and just kind of leave it. <clears throat> but they are going to kind of take away from one another. So, But if I pick one or the other, it's probably going to be Gibson over Robinson. Uh, Robinson, 6,400, 17, and 5,100. Good for 22nd, 22nd, and 32nd. So he's a nice value over in DK. Uh, Antonio Gibson, 5,800, 18, and 52nd. Uh, 50 second, 5,200, good for 31st, 18th, and 29th. So, um, especially over on DK, I'm for an extra 100 bucks, I'm going to take a look at the running back that, you know, catches the football. 
Can you consider the Washington Commanders' defense against this offense? Absolutely. Um, but probably over on D- only on DK where they're 2,800, good for 14th. Uh, they're a little bit too high-priced for me um, over on the other two spots. Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore opened as an 8-point favorite. 45.5 is the over-under. Baltimore is currently a 9.5-point favorite. 43.5 is the over-under. Just another sick game that I just don't want to have anything here. I don't want to do anything with Houston. Um, There's been a lot of rumbling about J.K. Dobbins, and it's something that i got to take a look at. i got to price him out versus other running backs. He's probably... I'm not saying he's not a a bad pick. I just don't think it's the correct one. Uh, 6,500, 21, and 6,600, good for 20th, 13th, and 12th. So FanDuel, pretty decent, right? Uh, against Houston, that was 27th in rush defense DVOA, 14th versus running back in the passing game, and then 32nd in points allowed uh, to the running back position at 29 and 31 over NDK. So I, I'll consider J.K. Dobbins, um, but I'm not exactly thrilled with it. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Houston was gave up the most points to opposing team defenses. I just don't want to have any part of it because they're so high-priced um, that I don't want to sit there and go, okay, I'm just going to do that versus a rookie. I just don't like it. Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. Chicago opened as a one and a half point favorite. Forty one and a half was the over under. Uh, Chicago is now a one point favorite. Forty two is the over under here. I did initially like the Green Bay Packers side, um, and I did like the passing offense. I did like Jordan Love in here. I'm going to consider these Packers here. Um. And I, I, I will even consider the Justin, you know, Justin Fields and and stuff, but I don't like DJ Moore. It just is not really my bag on there. Uh, Bears were thirty second in pass defense DVOA. They have gotten a little bit better. I need to work within these numbers, right? Twenty um, seventh points allowed to opposing team quarterbacks. This is risky because um, it's it's basically, I'm considering this like his first start, right? Because it's his first full season that he's going to be the starter. Uh, FanDuel, uh, Bears were 27th in points allowed to the quarterback position and 19 points per game on FanDuel, 19.6 on DK. Uh, Jordan Love, 6,400, 21, and 5,000. Good for 24th, 22nd, and 23rd. So he's a hell of a value, and that's why I'm considering him in there. I do also have, and I got to look within the matchups for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon because I have thought about going the running back way in here too. Kind of stall it out, get the legs under there. Uh, Bears were 30th in rush defense DVOA, 27th versus running backs in the passing game, 31st in points allowed to the running back position. Now they have made some additions at linebacker that scare the shit out of me that I'm probably going to back off on the running backs. <clears throat> but for now, because I, you know, I, I am a Packer fan, so I am going to consider it. Um, but that's definitely only if two guys are not here. And that is Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Uh, both of them are questionable hamstring injuries. Um, Bears were 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver one, 25th. Uh, DVOA versus wide receiver two, and they both have fantastic matchups here. Uh, 22nd in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 27.5 and 34.2. So I am considering both of the both of these wide receivers here. Um, Christian Watson, 6,317 and 6,000. Good for 28th, 26th, and 21st. I like Dobbs even better. And honestly... Watson came onto the injury report this week. Dobbs has just kind of been on it. Um, so to me, I think he comes off of there a little bit better. He's 5,312 and 4,400. Good for 56, 49th, and 49th. So even if we don't consider Jordan Love uh, as a quarterback option, you know, for GPPs, um, I'm definitely considering Dobbs. Uh, as long as he comes off the injury report, as long as he, you know, he's working in, um, I will definitely consider him 
uh, as a cheap option here. Uh, Bears were 27th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 11.55. I would consider it. Uh, Packers are 4,118 and 2,800. Good for 10th, 5th, and 14th, but I just don't trust. Um, I just don't really trust them right now. <clears throat> so I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. Uh, I am considering Justin Fields. I do think he's a little bit too high priced. Um, and his history against Green Bay hasn't been great. Um, but I am going to consider it. We're not going to get in, into really the price point on there. Green Bay has generally handled quarterbacks pretty well. And that's why I kind of want to stay off of him. But um, I do think we could consider running back Khalil Herbert uh, for the Bears. Um, as the Packers were 31st in rush defense DVOA, they, they were 12th versus running backs in the passing game, but Herbert is not really a pass catcher. Uh, but they did allow to, the 25th most points to uh, running backs. Um, at 21.9 points per game on FanDuel, 24.7 over on DraftKings. So I will consider Herbert, especially with the price tag, uh, 6,117 and 5,300, good for 26th, 22nd, and 27th. So that will help us kind of pay up uh, if we want to at other spots. But uh, outside of that, I don't really want to utilize anything else on the Bears. It's not to say that the Bears won't do anything. It's just I think it's going to be kind of spread around a little bit too much uh, for my liking outside of, you know, Herbert, who could break one. Vegas Raiders versus Denver Broncos. Denver opened as a four and a half point favorite. Forty five and a half was the over under. Uh, that has dropped a little bit. Denver is now a three and a half point favorite. Forty four is being the over under here. Um, so Denver was weak against the running back. We're not going to trust the wide receivers really in here. I I don't think you can go Devonte Adams with Jimmy Garoppolo just yet. Um. I see Jimmy kind of spreading the ball around. Now, I also don't really care that much for Josh Jacobs because he hasn't gotten in any game shape, right? So he just came back the week, like that Monday, right after the last preseason game. So I don't really want to trust him. Um, I typically don't attack Denver with running backs either. So um, not real thrilled with any of that. I think you need to look past the numbers, too, with the – uh, defensive points allowed. Um, you know, Denver giving up because they were 28th in points allowed. Uh, 11.73 given up to opposing teams' defenses. I don't trust the Raiders. Not on the road. Not first game. Um, the other side, you could actually consider like guy like Russell Wilson. I think he's a little bit too high a price, though. Um, I will take a look at Javante Williams. I do like him. Uh, for Denver, uh, Samaji P. Ryan probably fits into this one too, but I'm not, I'm not clear that I really want to try and handle him anything more than just a, um, you know, backup for right now. Like he'll fill in, <coughs> change of pace it, but, um, I'm not going to trust him in that one. Now I do kind of like one right wide receiver here. Um, we know Jerry Judy's questionable, but he's probably going to be out. Uh, he had a hamstring as well. So that's going to put a little bit of spotlight on Cortland Sutton. Uh, Raiders were 27th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, even though they were only 16th in points allowed uh, versus the wide receiver position at 27 and 35.4 uh, between FanDuel and DK. Cortland Sutton, 5,900. 13 at 5,200, good for 35th, 44th, and 30th, so he's a hell of a value. I think Greg Dolchich is in play, um, but I think he might be just a bit too high for me. I don't think I'm quite ready to pull the trigger on that one just yet. <coughs> Philadelphia at New England Patriots. I don't like this game at all. Um... Outside of, you know, maybe the defenses, maybe the running backs a little bit. Uh, Philly 
uh, opened as three and a half point favorite. Forty six was the over under. Then they have gone up to a four point favorite. Forty five being the over under. There, I don't think. I shouldn't say I don't think that it can get up to forty five. I just don't know how it's going to get up to forty five. I don't trust it getting up to forty five. So I'm going to kind of pass on that. Um, I also don't really like the Patriots side. I don't like anything about this. So, I mean, in reality, if you want to consider paying up for the Philadelphia Eagles defense in here, I think you can. Um, but it's just not for it's just not for me. Although we are saving a lot of salary so far uh, with the list that I've made. Uh, probably the best game on the slate here: Miami Dolphins at LA Chargers. LA Chargers opened as a two and a half point favorite. Forty nine was the over under. Uh, Chargers are now a minus three favorite. Uh, so they're a full, you know, home favorite at 51 and a half being the over and under. Um, to me, I think you can't really stop Miami's offense, right? Passing offense. <coughs> the running backs are going to be a clusterfuck. I'm not trusting Raheem Mostert whatsoever. And to me, if there's a one-off that you can really kind of use in a game like this it is one Tyreek Hill uh, for Miami pay up type option 8,800, 34 and 8,200 good for third across the board. Um, Now he is facing a Chargers defense that finished 16th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 7th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole Um, but Tyreek is one of those special players that kind of trumps sometimes the the matchup. That's why I kind of had to consider Justin Jefferson for Minnesota because they will try to find a way to get him the ball. Much like Detroit in this game, trying to find the way to get the ball in Amon Ross and Brown's hands. <coughs> and Mahomes, ooh, almost got picked. Almost got picked. He had MVS for a nice pass. Um, other side, you can look at we can look at Justin Herbert at quarterback, I think. Um, Pay-up type option. 8,130 and 6,900 good for fourth, fourth, and fifth. Um, I think we can definitely take a look at him there. Uh, this is a nice game. We want to get our hands kind of get our hands dirty in here. Um, 25th and past defense DVOA. They have gotten a little bit better, um, but they can be beat at times. Um, Jalen Ramsey's also not out there, so be good here. Uh, 31st in points allowed to the quarterback position. 20.1 on FanDuel, 21.5 over on DK. So I will consider him there. <coughs> I will consider, I, I would consider Austin Eckler. Oh, didn't know. Oh, it's Blake Bell. Is that a Blake Bell touchdown? Yep, everybody went no gray. Told you not to fucking do it. So stupid. Uh, the belldozer. Austin Eckler definitely can consider, considering the fact that he really doesn't make his hay on the ground. He makes it through the air with the pass catching. And Miami is fourth in DVOA versus the rush, but they're 26th in DVOA versus uh, running backs in the passing game. Um, that, in turn, leads to 14th in points allowed to the running back position at 19.6 on FanDuel and 22.5 on DK. So he's somebody to consider, but he is the second highest priced uh, running back on the slate. Um, at 9,000 on FanDuel, 37 on Yahoo, and 8,400 over on DK. Um, I actually like the price a lot better over on DK than I do on the other two sites because you get the full point PPR. Um, moving to the wide receivers, <coughs> talked about this, uh, Keenan Allen playing in the slot primarily. He is going to be Herbert's, he's Herbert's security blanket. So he'll face Cater Kohu or Eli Apple at times when he flips out of the slot. He's a guy that I definitely will consider, uh, here at 8,000. Uh, 18 and 7,300, good for 7th. 22nd 
over on Yahoo um, and seventh over on DK. So here's another guy. He's a little bit higher priced. Um, so I'd probably more consider him over on DK even at the higher price there. Um, just because you get the full point PPR. Uh, but I would expect him him to score. I think Eckler scores. I just don't think that he could come up with the points that he needs. I could see Keenan Allen getting those points. Now, I also want to take a look at Gerald Everett. It's a good matchup. The Miami Dolphins 30th in DVOA versus tight end 29th in points allowed to the tight end position at 12.1 on FanDuel, 15.2 on DK. So, we can consider that, and we can also use that as an advantage point for Keenan Allen because <coughs> that's more of the crossing routes again, right? Safety routes. Uh, Gerald Everett, 5,517 and 4,300 for 10th, 7th, and 10th across the board. Um, I do like him a lot. So, But, yeah, on the Miami side, I only really trust Tyree Hill. To be completely honest with you, I do kind of like a little, maybe a little bit of Jalen Waddle. Um, but if for me, if bang for my buck, it's going to be Tyreek Hill all day, every day. Uh, last game that we're going to look at on the main slate, we'll skip the Sunday night, the Monday night football game. You guys can look at that at hand. Uh, LA Rams at Seattle Seahawks. Seattle opened as a five and a half point favorite. They still are. Uh, 46 was the over under. It dropped half a point to 45 and a half. So, um, as far, <coughs> pardon me. As far as the offense is concerned, I think we can kind of consider Cam Akers, but really over on Fanduel and DK, uh, where he's sixty six hundred and sixty two hundred over on DK, good for nineteenth and sixteenth. He's twenty three bucks over on Yahoo, which isn't terrible, but he's the ninth highest priced running back. Um, Seattle was twenty fifth in DVOA rush defense. Uh, 30th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, and then 29th in points allowed to the position, 24.9 and 29. So we have to consider Cam Akers. He's just not my favorite, right? Um, oh, I forgot to move the matchup for Cooper Cup because he's out. Um, so it does move Van Jefferson kind of in there. I don't know if I trust him so much, um, but here's probably my tight end play of the week, and that's going to be Tyler Higby. Uh, Tyler Higby's usage goes up a hell of a lot when Cooper Cup is not there and when Matthew Stafford is under center. So the Seattle uh, Seahawks are 27th in DVOA versus tight end. They were 32nd in points allowed to the position, uh, 15.8 on FanDuel, and then 16.7 on DK. So Tyler Higby definitely in play. Pay down a little bit guy. 5,300 on FanDuel, 17 on Yahoo, and 4,800 over on DK. Uh, as far as the Seattle side, I'm going to kind of stay away from the running backs here because uh, they're going to kind of take away from one another. But I do like Charbonnet a little bit uh, over Kenneth Walker just because it's a pay-down option. So if you want to take a shot in a GPP, I don't mind Charbonnet. I probably am just not going to list it here. Um. I really do. I might like Geno Smith. This secondary is fucking horrid. <clears throat> so don't look at the DVOA numbers. Don't look at... Actually, the DVOA numbers weren't bad either. They were 24th last year, and they got worse. Um, DVP was 10th. They didn't allow a lot of touchdowns. Um, but I think that's going to change this year. So you're going to see... You're going to see the L.A. Rams playing from behind quite a bit. Uh, but Geno Smith, 7,200, 28, and 6,100 for 11th, 8th, and 9th. I think he's a safe quarterback play, a safe quarterback play. And the reason why I say that is because I like both D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett in this matchup. And in a tournament, I actually don't mind all three. And then putting Higby coming on the way back. I think that's going to be overlooked here. And this might be the this might be the best play, okay? Uh LA was 24th in DVOA versus wide receiver 1. That's with Ramsey. 
29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver, two. 18th in points allowed. Okay, they were way better defense last year. Uh, 27.8 allowed on FanDuel and 35.9 allowed on DK. So DK, Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett, if you have them on your fantasy teams, you definitely are playing them. Um, and I think we should be playing them uh, this week in DFS. Uh, DK Metcalf, 7,720 and 7,000. Good for 9th, 15th, and 10th. So he's not terrible. Tyler Lockett, of course, is always going to be a little bit lower. 6,800, 18, and 6,700. Good for 19th, 22nd, and 13th. Your first option is always going to be DK Metcalf, and then you consider Tyler Lockett. Um, and then you always kind of consider both. This might be one of the times that they actually both go off at the same time. So I do like the matchup. I do like I do like that game quite a bit, actually, now that I look at it again. Um, so definitely, definitely consider it. But uh, that's basically the main slate. Uh, Sunday and Monday, I don't really cover. But if you have any questions, definitely for, like, showdown and stuff, I'd be more than happy to help you out. So just hit me up. You know where to get it there. Uh, Twitter x throw up the x um and instagram at roy dog underscore 13 uh facebook you can always hit me up on messenger dennis m roy over there um and then you know tiktok if you want roy dog 13 over there but until uh until saturday man i'm gonna get writing i'm gonna get researching even more and uh we're gonna have a healthy healthy and successful week one Start the year off right and continue it all year long. Peace out from the doghouse. <laughs>